Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. Today's Bible class is for our podcast listeners, designed to get us into God's Word every day for just a few minutes, about 13 minutes. But that keeps us focused on a relationship with God. It keeps us also focused on our souls and our salvation. And it also helps us to stay strong and even grow in our faith because the scriptures tell us. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. Romans 10 and verse 17. Now, you know people in your life who need to change their, their direction of life, don't you? You know people who need to start thinking about their relationship with God and about their soul's salvation. They need to start thinking about eternity because it's coming. Well, help them by sharing these short studies with them every day. 13 minutes is not very long, but it keeps us in God's word and it keeps us focused on our faith in him. Help them to start to make that change in their life. Share these short studies with them every day. With your family members, your friends, work associates, neighbors, with everybody you can, literally. You may help somebody ultimately get to heaven. And what a great blessing that will be for them. But it will also be a great blessing for you. You can share through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. But make that commitment and start sharing today. We're talking about faith in this particular line of study and thought. We're asking the question, how much faith is too little faith? Or how much, when is our faith just simply too little? Four times Jesus used those particular words, O you of little faith. Now, they were always, in all four occasions, they were words or a statement of rebuke and instruction. Three times they were directed toward one or more of his apostles, those who walked with him personally. The other time, it was during the Sermon on the Mount. And on that occasion, he applied those words, O you of little faith, to everyone gathered there generally who are listening to him. In each case, Jesus emphasized that their faith was insufficient. The question we should all contemplate is, how about my faith? How much faith is still too little faith? What we talked about, doubting, and that's probably one of the biggest hindrances to many people making up their mind to become a Christian. They doubt that they can live the Christian life. Now, from a standpoint of brutal honesty, that attitude reveals a lack of faith, a lack of faith. They can stand up and shout all day long as loud as they want how much faith they have in Jesus, but if they don't have enough faith to become a Christian, they've got a lack of faith. Our faith is key to our salvation. In Hebrews 11 and verse 6, without faith, it is impossible to please him. Impossible to please him. Did you get that? It is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. We must have faith in God if we want to be with God forever in, etern in, in heaven in eternity. We must have faith in Jesus as God's Son and our Lord and Savior. Jesus said, if you do not believe that I am he, you will die in your sins, John 8 and verse 24. The Apostle Paul wrote 
the just shall live by faith. Romans 1 and verse 17. Faith is not an incidental part of our life. Faith has to be our life. He wrote to the Ephesians in Ephesians 2 and verse 8, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. God's part is the saving by grace. Our part is the development of faith so that we can look to God for salvation. Faith. Jesus said in Revelation 2 and verse 10, the very end of that verse, Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. Faithfulness is my faith put into action through obedience and dedication on a consistent basis. Jesus said, If you love me, keep my commandments. John 14 and verse 15. A lot of people talk about how much they love Jesus, how much they love God, how much faith they have, but they don't live by his commandments. They don't live by the teachings of the scriptures. So what they have just spouted off and may do that continually is, to a great extent, a lot of empty words. Faith. How do we live a faithful life? How does our faith become our life? Exhibited in the way that we live on a daily basis. We live by faith. We stand by faith. We need to put God first in our lives. And when we do that, he will watch over us. He will be faithful to us and to his promises. 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 13 tells us, assures us, that no temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able, but with the temptation will make the way of escape. Isn't that a great verse? Isn't that a great statement right in the middle of that verse? God is faithful. He will be there with us and for us after we become a Christian. When the devil starts really working on us and trying to pull us back into sin, God will never allow us to be tempted by a temptation that is too overwhelming for us to say no to with God's help, and he will always make the way of escape. In Matthew chapter 7, I'm chapter 6, I'm thought, sorry, in verse 33, it's Oh, about in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount, as we recognize it. Jesus is addressing and teaching a huge multitude of people. He has just talked about the necessities of life, basically. Clothing and food. We all need those. And he says that God knows you need those things. And verse 32, for after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. And then in verse 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. All these things shall be added to you. Jesus assures us that if we will put God first in our lives, that we are first and foremost dedicated to him, God will take care of us. Now, that does not mean that God's going to bless us with a Mercedes to drive around 
or with the a mansion in this world to live in or with a million dollars in our bank account, but he'll take care of us. That's what Jesus promises. He'll see us through. In Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 through 30, Jesus extended what we call the great invitation. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will give you rest. I'm not talking about a good night's sleep or a great nap in the afternoon one day. He's talking about spiritual rest. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Again, where does faith come from? How does it develop within us? By hearing the word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So he goes on in that text, Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 through 30. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. We need rest for our souls. We need rest for our souls. In John chapter 14 and verse 23, it's the night of Jesus' betrayal. The next day, he'll be on the cross. He's with his apostles. He's instituted the, the, uh, the Lord's Supper as they partook of the Passover meal. In verse 23, Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Isn't that a great thought? Isn't that a great image that God and Jesus will come to us and make their home with us if we will love them and keep their commandments? He goes on in verse 24 and he says, He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. So he covers it from both perspectives. The one who loves me will follow my teachings, will live by my word, by my teachings. And Jesus and God the Father will come and make their home with them. But the one who does not love him will not keep his teachings. Now, when somebody stands up and shouts out how much they love Jesus, how much they love God, how great faith, how deep and abiding their faith is, but they don't follow God's word, they don't live by his teachings, again, you understand why I say it's just a lot of empty words. Because Jesus lays it out very directly there, clearly, easy to understand. If anyone loves me, he will keep my words. That means he will live by my teachings. He who does not love me does not keep my words. He, will not, he does not live by my teachings. Again, be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. When Jesus extended the great commission through the apostles, he told them to, to go into all the world and preach the gospel to every every creature, to all creation, to all of humanity. He who believes and is baptized shall be saved. He who does not believe shall be condemned. Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16. Now that's ultimately putting into motion that great invitation we looked at earlier. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 
Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. How do we come to Jesus? Through the gospel message, the message of salvation. Forgiveness, salvation is in Christ. As we're baptized into him, the blood that he shed on the cross cleanses us of the guilt of our sins. Now, as Matthew recorded that great commission, he, Jesus saying there, go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, followers of him, disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I've commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age or the world, amen. As we live in faithfulness before our Lord and before our God, our Lord and our God will walk with us. To not live in their teachings, in faithfulness to their teachings, we cannot expect God and Christ to walk with us. The scriptures encourage us that we can live faithfully and victoriously. The Apostle Paul said in Philippians 4 and verse 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. We'll look at that more deeply next time. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for assuring us that we can live in faithfulness before you and that you will be there for us and with us as long as we are living that life of faith exhibited in our faithfulness. Help us to embrace this, Father, and help people everywhere to come to you and to take up that life of faithfulness. Help us to know, to be assured in our own minds, we can live in faith and by faith to you, Father. Please forgive us, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen.